Hi, and welcome back. Hi, Neil. How are Hi, you? Hi, Libby. Good. How are you today? Good, good. Did you see the, 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 the news this morning? This woman in Waco, Texas, who's been um, capturing her neighbor's cats and skinning them and making coats. I, um, I didn't <laughs> read that this morning, but you briefed me on it earlier. Um, now, what happened in Baylortown? Can you imagine? No, I can't. So, like, what do you mean stealing? Well, she was, uh, her neighbor's cats go missing, and they, she, I don't know, <laughs> she's, like, funny, been but... capturing them, and... So, real life Cruella DeVille. R- real life. Real life, but not Dalmatians. We're talking about kittens. C- cats. Come on. Oh, my God. Yeah, we have two cats. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. Weezer, DeVille. Okay. And Poncho Kitty. And cute. They're so cute. One's a Siamese, that's Poncho, kitten. And Weezer, she's a rescue. Our vet found her in the corner of Sawyer at 45. Poor baby. Oh, my God. Um, we think she was dropped off from somewhere over there, but yeah. she is a trip. She is. Oh, my God. She's basically like, she sits with us when we're eating, like in the chair, just kind of staring at us. And she's, I mean, she's hilarious. So I, I only had one cat when I was a kid, and I kind of lost touch with my inner cat lady. Oh, you did? A little bit, but now she's back. back. Oh, it's back, boo. <laughs> it's so back. She has an outfit. Weezer and Poncho both have outfits that they wear on Christmas morning. What? Uh-huh. You like can get a cat in an outfit? Oh, yeah. She has a little skirt. Poncho has a little vest with the tie on the back. Uh-uh. Stop it. I have some pictures. I'll show you. Post those, post those <laughs> pictures, baby. And also, our beloved um, pet sitter, Liz Gorman, of A Dog Day Dune. I don't know if you have uh-uh. used her ever, but she's amazing. And Poncho, she takes pictures and, like, posts them on Instagram to, like, you know, update you, basically, on what your kitty's doing or a dog. And so Poncho's <laughs> always showing out for her. He's, like, in the chair with, like, his neck kind of back and his eyes. It's kind of hilarious. So he totally shows off for Liz. He knows what's oh, up. Oh, yeah. He knows He knows who the He's treats like, are coming We're doing from Insta. That <laughs> That's right, I boo. Um, I just can't imagine, though, my cat going missing. I'm not sure my first thought would be, is my next-door neighbor making coats out of my cat's? <laughs> That is so creepy and so weird. That is so creepy. So, like, multi-coats or this is one particular... I mean, how many cats must it take? Quite a few. I, I mean... Think. I mean, I don't know if she's doing a vest or a full a length, full but, length you know... situation. One cat's one too many. One too many. You know, I can't handle that kind of thing. I know. You're I, I a cannot. very um, outspoken pet activist. I am. Thank you very much for oh, well, all of your work I can't that. handle it. It just... You know, I think everyone that... Before you buy a fur of any kind, mm-hmm. I think you should be forced to watch the video that I've seen yeah. of how animal fur is harvested. And harvested is being kind. Very it is kind. brutal, mass, horrible murder. Ugh, Those animals are it. tortured. It is it is horrifying. I mean, you will if you don't sob watching that, you are not human. And yeah. I just I just don't I can't it it it, it rips me absolutely apart to even think about it yeah because humans are so i don't know we we, <laughs> we have a problem but why i don't understand why anybody would mistreat an animal much less harvest their fur right um no they should i mean and the same thing with feel like you know it's god it's i i, I really can't get through the videos like i have to stop and so therefore i just don't order it and don't buy it it's a tough one gregoire 
still makes fun of me for wearing a faux four vest in LA <laughs> from Zara, which was fabulous, by the way. But it you was know, faux. I, people in Houston, yeah, in South cute. Texas, there's no reason. It's not mm-hmm. cold here. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of down, you know, down. down that's a whole other. You should watch the video of how down all of that stuff i just i have such a problem with it down like down like in, yes and pillows and stuff oh those those I didn't know that. it's awful so you know i just think we have to um kind of rethink that i should probably be a vegetarian because like i will not allow anybody at a table with me to order veal right that ain't happening right the veal thing needs to be stopped it's so cool that is beyond cruel and it um, truly is I can't handle it. And so I will not. I really seriously, I'm like, when I sit down in a restaurant and there's veal on the menu, I'm like, I'm telling everybody right now, if you're going to order veal, I'm leaving. Because I, I, I will not even watch you support that. Right. Um, so, you know, we gotta, we've got to really, I think, moving forward, think about this because. Uh, well, there's something to it. And I think like Whole Foods, which is where we buy all of our meat. I mean, I'll go to Trader Joe's and Sprouts and whatever, but Whole Foods has this kind of animal welfare, welfare program and they have like level one to five. And one's not one's like cage-free quality of life. You know, five is like the very best, like they're roaming on, you know, beautiful acres and all that jazz. But um, there's some kind of connection to what you're putting in your body and how, which was a living being and how that living being was treated. I don't know. I feel like that sounds kooky and... Um, strange but i feel like there's an energy to all that that is, there has to be i mean there has a to living be. breathing thing that's right and 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 cognizant and sentient and all of that um but like if i order chicken or beef or whatever in a restaurant i eat it all right right and i refuse to even too. leave one bite because i'm and i always say to myself i don't say it out loud but i always say to myself Thank you for giving your life. Yes, for sacrificing your life you know, for my nourishment right. and, and enjoyment. Exactly. Because those beef fajita nachos and Armando's are enjoyable. They, yes, I, I know. delicious, but you do eat them all. I do. <laughs> so I think if you're going to order meat, eat it all. Right. Because somebody lost their life. Right. Uh, for that. So yeah, I, I know that you have a friend or know someone acquainted with someone who has some really um, has done some really amazing things in terms of how. Yes, well, this beef. is. I mean, a pretty famous gal. She's actually her name's Temple Grandin, and she has a. There's a documentary where she's um, a professor of animal science at Colorado State Univers- University. Um, she does have autism, and she's also a spokesperson for autism. But she um, kind of invented what's called the hug box, and it's a device to calm those in with the autism spectrum and that kind of helped her in her early days create a more humane way for cows to go to slaughter which is an inevitable thing for ranchers um but her idea was just that they have one bad day and um it's a really interesting documentary you can probably google it and find it temple grandin um i want to see it it's really amazing and it will just it's amazing how, you know, her brain kind of um, connected with fascinating the way that one feels. You know, it's like a thunder jacket for an animal, 
which in our particular case for our standard poodle, he gets a little cray cray when Lauren watches TV and the football's on. Oh. Oh no, he gets like he starts staring at us from across the room like something crazy's happened, and she's like, you know, going go Texans or got because she's super into football, which is adorable, but. He needs a thunder jacket for football season. He does. He does. So she kind of figured out a way to make them feel more secure, and it's kind of this like conveyor belt thing where they go in a line which calms them down, and they have kind of an easy way up there. And there's a lot. It's it's great because there are a lot of farms, and um, one in Roundtop by Lauren's parents' farm that we drove by the other day that like a lot of Houston restaurants are getting their meat from, from chickens to cows and they just kind of bought this land and decided that they were going to raise all of these animals humanely because nobody's going to stop eating meat the world isn't going to stop and it's going to happen so right let's figure out a way to do it um to the you know and treat the animals best we can so chickens are roaming around and cows are eating grass and you know everybody's kind of it's kind of the one bad day theory i love that one bad day theory the best and, I mean, don't we feel like that? When I go, I just want to have one bad day. I don't want to suffer and, you know, get yeah. sick. Or, like, every, I think even humans, we all have... We're I not, love the concept of yeah. it. And, and you know, uh, yes, we're, we're going to continue harvesting animals. You mean for... For food. For food, yeah. And there's just a humane way to do everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I can't... I can't part. I can't like. I can't even. So, I don't even want to see anybody fishing. I, I uh, no, because you know. Uh, on aside from my obsession with treating animals humanely, right? I'm kind of obsessed with death and the afterlife, and we'll have to get into all That's that one day. Because, mm-hmm, yes, you know, I have witnessed someone right crossover, right, and it's really. I, I heard it think changes that, your life. It does. Completely. It does. But, you know, seeing someone just at the end of their life transition is different from seeing an animal slaughtered. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I would not handle it well. And, and even Silence of the Lambs, that one scene oh, where dear. he is saying, can you hear the lambs, Clarice? <laughs> I have to leave the room. I can't. can't I don't want the visual. Because I play those movies in my head. And, and every time the, H, the the SPCA runs that commercial, the minute I hear that song, oh. I hit mute and haul ass. Is because it Melissa Etheridge or um, Lee? Wait, what's her name? Who I've does the... Forgotten. Um, well, in the arms of the... Yes, well, then oh, Sarah McLaughlin. Right. And then now there's Lord, another one. I, I barely survived the holidays because it ran... <laughs> Every 13 <laughs> seconds, and I literally hit mute and run. No, you I can't. I leave the room. I can't. I can't. Uh-uh. I can't. And uh, I can't, like, it's important to be confronted with well, the cold, of, hard reality. Totally. Like Blackfish. Like, um, I feel like there's a lot of ignorance when it comes to all of the things we're talking about because people don't want to know because they want to have a hamburger well ignorance is bliss right and so it's like if I don't know it doesn't it's not real then I can't focus on it right because once you start focusing on it and mm-hmm. once you start seeing how these creatures are treated it's it's a heartbreak it's hard it's hard it and isn't like, once your heart 
is open yeah. to that, you know, and it just, took, it, for me, it just took having one dog that was, I was so connected to. And the whole animal world became Gret, very, Gret. the Gret, Gret, the whole animal world became very real to me. And yeah. I just started really uh, focusing on it because um, she opened me to that, you know. And I'm the same way. I'm, I'm allergic to dogs and cats. And I have a great allergist, by the way, so. Which you're going to need. <laughs> but we have a standard poodle, Axel, and um, he's changed my entire life when it comes to creatures and animals of all kinds because I wasn't really, I couldn't get that close to a dog before because I would start sneezing and rashing and eyes watering. And so he's kind of changed my life in terms of the relationship between man and creature. And I'm the same way. It's like he's he's opened my eyes and heart to the whole treatment of because even like puppies that you see that are in like there was somebody in liberty who had 150 dogs with the sp i mean they were in cages and no. kennels and everything was dirty and you know no. they hadn't been fed and I, that breaks my heart there's no excuse for that no none don't, whatsoever no i don't understand the point but me either and you know i don't even i have to think a little bit before i even listen to the carpenters bless the beast and the children <laughs> That's how deep this goes with me. I mean, the part where she's, the lyrics say, light their way when the darkness surrounds them. I'm like, oh, oh no, don't, don't get visuals. Uh-uh. Do not, don't, don't play any movies in your head. Just keep, <laughs> keep going forward because it's so awful. And um, yeah, I mean, I think the kindest people that I know are people who are very yeah. sensitive yeah. to this and tuned in and care and do things and help things, you know. Help people and help animals and try to make the world a better place. But the young, young people coming up behind us, Mm -hmm. they're going to deal with this in a much better, deeper, more effective, more far. Definitely. Because it's just part of their consciousness on a level that people my age and older may may not be as tuned into it. Again, ignorance is bliss. Right. Um, But, yeah, you know, animals, they're. And the more time you spend with animals and see animals, like we were in Mackinac Island this summer, and, you know, there are no cars. It's all horse-drawn buggies. And to watch these quarter horses drag and move 4,000. No, but, I mean, the thing that Lauren says, and Lauren's so um, much more well-versed in this topic than I am because she had a horse named Jack Fleetwood Mac, by the way, and then they named him Jack. How cute is that? Um, For many, many years, and they have horses at the farm now. But she said this is what they're built for and I mean she was like this is what they were meant to do what God put them on this earth to pull and you know they they work four hours a day and then they rest for the other about that math thing I'm not so maybe 18 (laughs) hours 20 hours that's 20 hours Um, they rest the rest of the day but they work really hard for four hours and they you know take breaks and they have it's just an amazing thing to see um, these animals kind of doing what they were meant to do Right. Um, and do it well. And they're just so incredible and amazing. So I feel like the more time you spend with the animals, the horses more, helped kind of us emotion. build the world. You know, they and have the horses mules? have played a huge role in humanity and the development of they're, our lives right. here. Well, they're just the most amazing creatures. They are. You know, I'm doing a TV show about horses. Um, you are? I am. It's it's uh, it is really a celebration of them. It's not a documentary. It's a non scripted show um, that focuses on the world of 
hunter jumper competition. Oh, right. It's a very private world. You know, the people that play in that space are very high net worth, and it's very. a very private, closed. Right. And thanks to some of my friends that uh, compete in that sport, they've given me and camera crews access. So we, we are. Um, I'm really excited about the show. It's so beautiful. The backdrop of that world is like a moving Ralph Lauren. It is. Uh, world and, and so it's it's really cool but the sport it's the only sport where there are two athletes mm-hmm. and they have to be in complete uh, and utter sense. harmony and that yeah. is human and animal and the bond between these horses and their their riders is phenomenal and I've been film we've been filming for like we I think we shot 12 days in various locations Harrisburg Pennsylvania Houston, Wellington, Florida. It's so cool because being just being around it and watching all of this amazing thing, all these amazing things happen in the sport and how these horses are treated. I mean, these horses fly on specially designed airplanes. (laughs) Right. They don't, they're not all on a trailer being hauled by an F 150 down I 10. Now, our little cousin Ty left for Wellington, I think, today for six weeks, and she's a hunter, she's in Hunter Jumper, and she has, you know, her horse who's just incredible conjure. And, um, you know, you mentioned Page Boy, which we're in the hair business, but we figured we we're in the wrong damn business. Braiding horses, tails, and manes. $300 a pop, yeah, and they right. have to redo it every day. Yeah, it just has to come out before they go to bed. I mean, for real? Yeah, that's a big business. But, I mean, talk about Page horse. Signs. Page <laughs> That's it. Page horse. Page horse. I love it. It's on the horizon. Well, I love you, and I love horses, and I love all animals, and I always love talking to you. I love talking to you. And um, I'm nice. actually, thank you, I'm actually going back to uh, Wellington in a couple of oh, weeks. Oh, good. So well, you'll I'll have, have to, to hook up. Yes, I definitely time. will. Yeah. I'll be cheering and her on. And you'll have to report back. Definitely. that's a show in and of itself. Yes, it is. It's been Here, trial. It has been. God bless the animals. Amen to that. Amen.